Check one, two, check one, two. Welcome back to edition number 24 of Talent Talk. In this week's edition, we're going to be talking to two members of the UNF softball team, Morgan Clausen and Ashley Goebel. They were the battery that helped UNF to a one to nothing walk-off win against Stony Brook, but it was also a perfect game. So we're going to go into that story this episode. Before that, let's look into the action around the athletic department as we normally do. It is postseason time for a number of programs. It's crossover season and definitely a lot is going on. So if we go back to last weekend, men's basketball earned a share of the A-Sun regular season championship Saturday, earning the number two seed in the A-Sun championship. The Ospreys split the title with one-seeded Liberty, who fell to Lipscomb on the final game. UNF ended the regular season with a win at Stetson, and in the opening round of the A-Sun championship, UNF topped Jacksonville for the third time this season, defeating the Dolphins 91-88. The Ospreys are still leading the country in three-pointers. UNF had a number of postseason selections as well. Both its coaches and the players were recognized recently. Head coach Matthew Driscoll and his staff were named Co-Coach of the Year, while Yvonne Gandiarosa Garrett Sams earned A-Sun first-team honors, and sophomore Cutter Hendrickson was honored to the A-Sun second team. Looking at softball, softball had a historic two days that included a 4-0 weekend, a nine-inning perfect game, three walk-off wins, and two victories against Power 5 opponents. North Florida defeated number 19 Virginia Tech, downed Purdue, defeated Stony Brook, who was undefeated, and walked off against Akron in come-behind fashion. So UNF scored three times in the fourth to hold on and upend Virginia Tech. That was the first game of the weekend in four runs over the final two innings to propel UNF past Purdue 7-6. Morgan Clausen spun UNF's first perfect game since, since 2002 in a 1-0 win against Stony Brook Saturday. And the winning run came on a Shannon Glover squeeze bunt that scored Kayla McGorry. Down 2-0 in the 7th, UNF scored three two-out runs to walk off against Akron to conclude the weekend. Looking at men's and women's track and field, they were in Lynchburg, Virginia. Men's and women's indoor track and field competed at the A-Sun Indoor Championships. The men earned the gold in the distance medley relay, and Yasiel Torres claimed his second straight conference crown in the high jump. Overall, the men finished with the gold, silver, and two bronze medals, Junior Louisa Washburn set an A-Sun record in the pole vault, and Kaylee Petrosky finished third in the high jump on day one. All told, the women finished fifth. Looking at both the men's and women's tennis squads, women's tennis has won 15 straight home games. UNF downed FAU on Monday, improving to 8-1 on the year, while the men's team improved to 5-0 with a 5-2 win against Mercer Friday, February 28th. The men are off to their best start since becoming a Division I program. Looking at baseball, baseball concluded the weekend with a stellar pitching performance from Tony Roca to help UNF down Hartford 7-2. Trey Spratling-Williams homered twice on the weekend. Tony Roca went 7 strong, allowing only one unearned run, striking out two, walking one with 95 pitches let's get back to what we just talked about a very impressive exciting and memorable moment for unf softball 
and from Morgan Clausen. Thank you two for being in the studio today to talk about that day last weekend. Yeah, it's fun. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Um, perfection. What does it you know? What does it feel like? Does it feel like you think it would if you were to you know envision throwing a perfect game? Um, you know, I don't. I don't know. It just seems like another game. I've been kind of struggling with um, feeling good after games, even if I'm getting the results that I need. But um, I don't know. It feels like a normal game. I don't know if it's set in yet. Yeah, I mean, I thought it just felt like another day, like on the field with Morgan, like always keeping it calm, keeping it fun. I don't know. She, I trust her behind the plate, so just catching her balls, mm -hmm. you know, doing her thing. Is that kind of your the environment you want to create when your guys are out there you guys want to keep it light because i know some batteries you know they're like intense like you know that they're going to be intense they're like high energy but you guys want to be calm and collected or keep it light is that you know the case yeah i think um i think a lot of catchers like feed off of the energy of like the pitcher sometimes and like i've been told to be like more excited and more hype and i don't know i just like that's I don't know if that's necessarily who I am. I just am very, like, focused and calm, but I don't know. Like, there's times that I'll just, like, I laugh stuff off. Like, if I throw, like, a wild pitch, like, wild and Ashley, like, has to lunge for it, and I just laugh when other people might get upset about or it. Or, like, cross her up or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she loves when I do that. <laughs> sure, every catcher does. Um, what are your thoughts about it now? Um, I mean... I don't know, it's it's crazy to think that, like, it was possible because I don't see myself really as, like, a strikeout pitcher. And, I mean, I wasn't that day. I had, I don't know how many strikeouts I had. I only had a couple, though. Looks it's like you struck out everybody in the lineup at least once, though. Oh. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I don't know, I think it goes out a lot to my defense behind me because I know I'm more of, like, a ground ball, like, pitch-to-contact pitcher. And they really had my back that day on Saturday. So one of the interesting things that I saw going through the play-by-play -play is that you got uh, the first three batters of the game, you all went to a full count on. <laughs> um, I mean, got you know, you'll do that, but you got your bearings and you got all of them out. Uh, do you know how many more times you went to a full count? <sighs> Probably a lot. Zero. Oh, Yeah. really? I had no idea. Yeah, I don't know. It didn't seem like... So you went to a full count zero more times. So you got that out of the, out of the way, and that probably really helped you in terms of stamina and just, you know, staying in the game and getting getting out quickly. Um, what was working for you once you got out of that first inning? Um, I think getting ahead, getting, like, the first pitch strikes and, um, like, keeping them off balance with, like, my different pitches and stuff. Because um, we didn't really start any batter the same we would the previous batter. So they couldn't start, like, picking up on any like patterns and pitches and stuff. Mm -hmm. What were you calling a lot of, or does Marcy call most of the pitches? Um, our pitching staff, so Coach Marcy and mm -hmm. Coach Radke, they work together to help, you know, pick the best pitches that we can throw against our opponents. And they do their research, and I communicate with them, like, where batters are in the box and stuff. So, I mean, they called a great game, and, I mean, Morgan threw her best stuff, so it worked awesome. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. So softball is interesting where you get a lot of perfect games that are five innings. You get those those run rolled ones. Mm -hmm. um, you can get seven inning, you know, perfect games as well. But you had a nine, and you have to deal with the pressure of having a person on second base too. Um, 
because it was zero zero, did it you know did you just feel like you were trying to win so you didn't care too much about the perfect game, so to speak? Yeah, I think um because I mean Stony Brook's pitcher was throwing great as well, so I think um I was just doing what I could to keep my team in it and doing like my part because I like I, I'm not gonna go out there and hit a bomb or anything, but I'm doing my side of the game for my team. Mm-hmm. For you, were you nervous for her? Um, or how does that work for a catcher? No, I wasn't nervous at all during that game. Like I try to keep things fun and just like stay calm and collected behind the plate. And I totally trust Morgan. Like if she has a wild pitch, like I'll laugh <laughs> about it. But it's not the end of the day. Like I know she's gonna throw the next pitch harder. So I don't know. Was there? Uh, any play in the game where you're like, that perfect game's over? Um, okay. So Stony Brook has two people that are two girls that I've played against back home. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So um, they're, I think it was, they were hitting like three and four maybe. Um, and like back home, like they were always older than me. And one of them would always just hit rockets off of me. And so every time she came up, I was like, <gasps> <laughs> I'd have to like take a deep breath. Like after the first inning, I, I pitched to her and I like came back in the dugout and I was shaking so bad. I was like, okay, it's over, it's good. And then, um, are these people like you've like kept in touch with at all, or are they? Um, yeah, we try to keep in yeah. touch a little but, bit. I but think you just like we're rivals growing up. Yeah, like uh, yeah, I would say yeah. that. So yeah. yeah, and like the I think it might have been the eighth inning or the ninth. I don't know. It mm-hmm. all matches together. Mm-hmm. But um one of the girls that I knew was on second was placed on second. And then the other one I knew was trying to bunt her over. And so I was like, okay, this can't be the moment. Like I just got to go right at her. I would think if it was a bunt that broke up the perfect game, but softball is a little bit different. I think etiquette wise in baseball where it's like in baseball, it's like unwritten rule that you don't bunt against somebody during a perfect game. I don't know if that's the case with softball, though, because it's su- it's even more of a part of the game in softball. I mean, yeah. I don't know if that was going through your mind, like, someone's going to lay one down. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I I thought about it. I was like, okay, they're going to bump because that's, in this situation, like, you have a runner placed on second, and it's just kind of tradition that you're going to, your first batter's going to bunt her over, and then usually you're going to, like, squeeze and bunt her it, the girl in. But I was... Um, I kind of kept peeking at my corners to see, like, how close they were playing. So I was like, okay, if she does bunt it, I know. You're like, get in. Yeah. You're like, why are you not in more? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and so I was like, okay. I saw, like, how close VK was, and I was like, okay, we're going to throw outside to this girl. I know VK's going to be there, and we'll get the outs. So you're, were you were you adjusting pitch location ball, like, on your own mentally? Like, I know I'm, I'm, I know I'm called to pitch in here. Yeah. I was like, I'm not a pitcher. Yeah. yeah. I think you, for the most part, when we – we're pretty positive they would bind you would throw like rice ball or something yeah just yeah. to get her to mm-hmm. get ahead and then try to get her with my to good pop stuff. it up or something yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that's the best way to get a bunner out um i was w- watching a documentary the other day about um pitcher i used to watch growing up carrie wood and he sure got 20 guys in the game and was tied a major li- record and I remembered, you know, before I, I li- listened to it, before I was interviewing you guys, just mm-hmm. to get, you know, some thoughts going. And yeah, nobody talks to you in the dugout when you got something going on like that. Um, was that the treatment, or do you normally not talk to people in the dugout, regardless of the outcome, or how it's going? What was it like? Um, honestly, I don't even know where you go in the dugout. <laughs> like, I think we're on polar <laughs> opposite sides of it. Yeah. 
like you're usually down like at the opening like cheering and like rah-rah but if I'm pitching and like I'm like completely in the zone like sometimes sometimes I'll walk out to the bullpen and just stand there and like try to like <laughs> catch my so breath. you like kind of leave the field yeah I sometimes yeah. I just like because in like really intense games like that like while I'm on the mound I'm so in it and like it's so draining sometimes so when I can go and like go out to the mound um in the bullpen I can just like take a deep breath and it's almost like I hmm it's not like I forget we're playing a game but I just take a deep breath and like think about something else for like 10 seconds just to like reset mm-hmm. was there anything that you said to her that you remember um not specifically about like having a perfect game I mean I'll sometimes during the game I'll like call timeouts like just slow things down take a breath and like I walk up to the mound and I'm like hey what's going on like what are you gonna eat later Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, stupid yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. just laugh and then, you know, get back to being serious. I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, you get to the bottom of the sixth and you guys are up and you're thinking, you know, if I can get push around across here, all I have is one more inning to, to be perfect. Um, then the seventh comes and the eighth comes and the ninth <laughs> comes and mm-hmm. you're like, please score. Yeah. Was, it, was that in your mind? Like, come on, guys. Like, please score. Um, <laughs> like, I, I don't know how long, much longer I could push this. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, because Stony Brook's a great hitting team and stuff. Um, it was funny. I remember during one of the innings, I went, actually, I went into the bathroom, and we had, I don't remember, well, I obviously don't know what was going on because I was in another room. Um, but I was in there, and I heard, like, cheering, and I was like, oh, I wonder what's going on. And I was like, uh, I'm not going out there. I'm not going to see. And then... I was like, well, and then another inning, I was like, well, I'm going to try it again. And the same thing happened. Like, it was kind of like momentum or something. And so um, the ninth inning, I didn't see Shannon's bunt. I was in the bathroom with my really? position. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had to go back and watch it. <laughs> so you always do that? Mm-mm. She might now, though. Yeah, <laughs> like, I might. <laughs> might, be like, might have to lock so we walked. So you, you guys walked off again the next day. Mm-hmm. Were you in the bathroom then when you walked against, against Akron? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I did try it during that game, but um, it wasn't working. It was yeah. like a one-game thing. Interesting. So you didn't yeah. see it. No. So you weren't a part of that celebration either. Um, no, I walked out, and everybody was on the middle of the field. and I had Was anybody looking for you? I don't know. I <laughs> walked out with the coaches, and I kind of looked You think? It. I mean, people, like, that's the anticlimactic part. Like, I thought of going back and listening to the guy broadcasting. I mean, like, and Clawson throws a perfect game, and I was like, oh, wait. Like, we won off on the offensive side. Mm-hmm. There's no call like that, you know? Yeah. And so, it's just, you know, yeah. kind of anticlimactic in a sense for a home team that gets a perfect game. Yeah. So, you just kind of walked back, and what'd you do? Yeah, I, like, <laughs> walked out. I walked out of the bathroom because I heard just, like, uproar. And I walked out, and I everybody's on the middle of the field, and I kind of co- turned to one of my coaches, and I was like, "What happened?" <laughs> like I, I s- understood that we we run, like we won, but I was like, "How how did we win?" Really and she's funny. like, "Oh, Shannon Shannon bunted bunted it in," and I was like, "Oh, awesome!" And then and then I think um, Coach Radke like realized like it was me, and that I wasn't with the rest of my team in the middle of the field, and then she got super excited and. Yeah, and then we kind of celebrated. That's really <laughs> funny. Yeah. yeah. But it seems like you kind of enjoyed that mm-hmm. experience a little bit, too. Like, <laughs> yeah. the way it went down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a funny way. Um, so what did you do afterwards? Like, did you, you know, 
get the ball? Do you have the ball? Um, yes. Or have one of the balls? I was given a ball, but I it is not with me. I sent it back home with my parents to Colorado. Cool. Yeah. 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 So it was cool that they Did you were like able sign to it or anything or no. It was like in between games and yeah. So I was kind of like rushed, but no, yeah. they have it and they have like the scorebook and everything and all the zeros that I threw. So sorry, yeah. I guess you walked off the same day then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 For, yeah. Um, we like to do that. Yeah, you did a lot this weekend. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Three three different times, and Shannon got in um, into it a couple times. Anybody talk to you about it? Uh, any family members? People hit you up and say, "Look at what you did." Yeah, um, I had. I had a lot of family and friends like reaching out to me and posting about it, which was exciting. I've had some, a couple other people like on Twitter, like shit, giving me a nice shout out. And yeah. that's cool. I had family members telling me to tell <laughs> Morgan that that was amazing. And she doesn't even know them. And I was yeah. like, this is cool. I will. Like, trust me. Yeah. Yeah. I was catching every pitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So just talking about the weekend too, that was a wild weekend. Um, just to get the wins against Virginia Tech and Purdue, Virginia Tech being ranked, Stony Brook being a good team, um, but to do it the way you guys did it and to walk off as many times as you did. Um, what was the energy around that weekend? Oh, I feel like, I don't know. I just felt like the energy was so high this weekend and like I was having a lot of fun and especially on saturday against virginia tech and what purdue Mm -hmm. yeah um i don't know there were some certain plays throughout the game that i would just like jump in the air and i'm like get so pumped i don't know there's a we had a great defensive weekend so Mm -hmm. yeah i think it also helped because i don't know from like my viewpoint is like virginia tech was ranked 19 and purdue's always up there too and i feel like like we were the underdogs going into it, so mm-hmm. there were no expectations. We just went <laughs> out and played our game. Yeah. Mm, no distractions because of that. Yeah. yeah you kind of just have fun and enjoy the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you beat it. You beat Akron in kind of a fun way too. You got two <laughs> outs and got some base runners and three straight hits and yeah. um, yeah, that one was pretty sweet to watch as well. Yeah. Um, what's kind of the identity you guys are? You you think you guys are building? right now with this team um can you like kind of put a pulse on like the type of personality your team has i feel like lately we've been talking about just playing carefree like i don't know how would you say that yeah just like play kind of like game. what you guys were talking about though just you two and how you yeah just like don't let the game put a lot of pressure on you like go out like we want we want to play game like at practice every day, mm-hmm. so we just want to have fun and like play loose and everything. So, mm-hmm. so you guys have a little bit of a breather now. You got March 11th is the next game up for you guys. Um, softball and baseball, you play so many games. It's kind of odd to have you know that many days off. How do you stay sharp? Um, going out and getting extra work in, mm-hmm. especially because the weather could possibly be a little iffy this next week and stuff but um just going out when you can and putting in the work that you need I know like our team this year has been super good about going and 
going to the cages at night if they feel like they need it and oh yeah taking extra. night hitting is the best hitting yeah. i'll have to say that yeah ashley's a big fan of night put hitting. some music yeah. on oh yeah like, hit there but yeah. yeah you'll see someone out on the field at any time of the day i see out there. you guys hitting in the cages you know mm-hmm. two out there certain yeah. times of day all times of day um any other comments you want to make on the day or on the weekend um just huge props to morgan like that's insane pitching a perfect game especially in extra innings like Mm -hmm. that's insane and the fact that what stony brook was undefeated yeah 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 so even bigger for that too pretty cool seeing that seeing that many zeros in a row yeah Yeah. super cool super fun game to catch so all right well thanks for coming in today uh enjoy this little breather and uh i'll be watching (laughs) you guys next time when you take on fairfield thank you thank you Thank you again, Morgan. Thank you again, Ashley. Good luck. Enjoy these couple days off as you prepare for your next game. That'll be against Fairfield March 11th. So looking ahead, let's also talk about looking ahead to this weekend's action across basketball, women's tennis, men's tennis, baseball, and beach volleyball. Women's basketball will face JU. Some more River City Rumble action. It'll be UNF versus JU in the first round or the quarterfinals of the A-Sun Championship. That will be on Saturday. And so looking ahead, men's basketball tonight. Huge game against Lipscomb, the number three seed. They'll play at 7 p.m. in the A-Sun Championship semifinals. Women's basketball, as we just said, will go to Jacksonville for a 5-4 matchup. And women's tennis will face off against Penn State. That'll be on Saturday. Men's tennis will have three matches this weekend. They'll be in Charlotte facing Charlotte, Georgia State, and Appalachian State. Baseball hosts Central Michigan for a four-game set. Very good Central Michigan team comes to Harmon. And beach volleyball will take on UNC Wilmington, Florida State, and St. John's River State for three matches this Saturday at the Coop. Men's and women's golf are also in action. Men's golf goes up to Conway, South Carolina. Coastal Carolina will be hosting the General Hackler Championship. Women's golf will also be in action March 9th and 10th at the UNF Collegiate in Jacksonville, Florida. So catch all of that. Thanks for listening again to edition number 24 of Talent Talk. We'll see you here again next week.